0: hello hi <laughs> hi good good good
1: good 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 what i've learned about myself is i have a very loud speaking voice just in general which i
2: think is a good thing i think yes. so too yeah
1: it's not a good thing when i'm trying to like be secretive or quiet you know But like often in my life, people are like, you know, you're screaming. Like, do you know that you're screaming? Do you know that I heard you from outside? Welcome back to another episode of What Goes Down in 1R with your hosts, Michael Crow and Holly Goldsmith. Now, it feels a little weird to introduce Hamza as a guest because this is apartment 1R and although he doesn't pay rent, you would very much believe he lives here. (laughs) Yeah. I've made it a habit to leech and mooch off of their
0: apartment and I'm sleeping on this couch all the time with cat hair lathered into my mouth. If we racked it all together, Hamza owes us about, I don't know, three months, four months of rent work. The vibe is, Hamza, can you please move in? Can you please move in? Me being like, no. (laughs) The vibe is the doorbell at 5 a.m. because I'm the outside I'm a like, leecher <laughs> I'm a leecher I'm a leecher but I'm so excited no to but be- it's all love because it's you know it's all family here it's all family here I am so excited to be contributing to this podcast and I can't wait to just jump into these segments and conversations so thank you for having me and you're gonna see me again
2: are you guys expecting me to add something? Because you both looked at me. Go ahead. Hamza is actually half of our theme song. Oh, we're rolling.
1: I say, "Oh, we're rolling." Hamza says,
2: "If she starts now, she's never gonna finish." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, we're rolling. If she starts now, she's never gonna finish.
2: Throwing the <laughs> oh
0: goddamn door. Hamza, I will fuck you up. Do I it. will literally fuck you up. We're fine. We're fine. rolling off the jobs, the economy. No, you no, it's just my dying. Don't speak for ten minutes now. maybe you should ask yourself if you're Join the problem. Um he has some he has issues. Um Do I need to tone leave- it down? Do I need to tone everything
1: down? We have our first live studio audience of the pod today. We have a PA. Yeah, we have a PA. Good,
0: good. Can I can I hit this? The vibe when hitting a jewel is very like I've been binge-watching The Hunger Games recently. Have you guys ever seen
1: it? No.
2: Yes. If you guys got chosen to fight in The Hunger Games, what would you do?
1: So, for those of us listening that aren't aware of the concept, even though I'm convinced that I'm one of the only people who haven't seen it yet, well, what is it? You're chosen from a district. You have to fight till the death. Whoever wins. Work.
2: If I was chosen to fight in it, I would kill myself right there. <laughs> I would be like, no, I'm not doing this, fuck that. And I, would just... I would
1: strut out into the middle of that field and say, who's trying to get their dick sucked? That's what I would be saying. <laughs> hmm. That's a good you know? tactic. Tech-
2: would you then kill them or would I you think just it would be, be like, a little
1: distracted they'd end up killing me first uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: is that kind of a good thing though might you be. Can...
1: go out with a bang you know
2: yeah
0: if we're gonna give a more reality based answer i think that i would just find like a supply of water nearby and <laughs> then just <laughs> and then just wait it out until everyone is realistically dead and then just kind of have a sneak attack on the last person that i need there. you to
1: know that my answer was realist that's what i would do <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Like I'm not. I actually think that's a good tactic to just hide.
0: Hide. Find some water. Wait until everyone is dead, and then you hit your mark whenever you can. The thing is that I do feel like you guys might do pretty well, only because I feel like you guys have those nature tactics where you're able to see like what's poisonous. Not me. Not you. So then maybe just you.
2: Just me. Just you. If it was just us three. Oh, I would win. Oh, I would win. I don't know. I would be like, guys, should we just? Holly would be the. I think Holly
0: would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Holly's not weak-minded. She's very. Very intelligent but i think that when it comes to physical strength me and you can fully pin her arms down and slaughter her <laughs> you
1: know i can't argue that yeah mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> theater kids how do we feel about them do we love them first of all i would like to say this i think that we as a friend group by the way, for all of us listening, me, Holly, Hamza, and a couple of other people have been friends since we were five years old. Mm -hmm. Our friend group would have been theater kids had we not done drugs at a young age. Exactly.
2: No, you wouldn't have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I didn't meet you bitches, I would have been a theater kid. Yeah, literally.
0: Mm. You know what it is? It also depends on our confidence. Would we have had the confidence to audition for a play while also dealing with the anxiety of being gay but in the closet?
2: It wouldn't even be about that. I feel like it would be about you finding it cringy and, <laughs> yeah. and not wanting to be a yes. part of the cringe but
1: I also like, feel you wouldn't
2: like, want to be like I don't know what's an example of a play that a high school would do like, I have
1: no idea
0: West Side Story what's that like singing one Grease le- Grease
2: could you get up there and do that
0: no. no maybe now but I feel like where I was in high school no, no because uh, where we were was around the corner smoking doing pot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it also depends on like where your personality gravitates and I think our personality can sometimes be a little bit more dark humor styled where I think a lot of the theater kids are sort of buttoned up kind of clean very clean yeah. and also like woke I feel like they have that
1: wokeness which is great it's good to be woke it's good to have that understanding I wonder do
2: they have money generally is that a thing that could be a connection or no I
1: don't know across the board because we went to a kind of rich school ish
2: yeah I and I feel like didn't.
1: they were all rich like all the theater kids mm. were like the richest kids but i don't know if that's the way it is everywhere
2: i feel like the broken kids just drop to the bottom land there and then they just find each other
1: Mm -hmm. and then
2: throughout years just go through beef and returning to each other and beef never growing never, (laughs) never (laughs) Never because
0: i also remember in high school we would always try to like scavenge up money just for some alcohol and some weed so it was Mm -hmm. just like I mean, who knows? Maybe theater kids use theater as an outlet to just live out their sober fantasies. A healthy outlet. A healthy outlet where I feel like we relied on drugs
1: and alcohol to like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, prescription prescription
0: pills, you know, to like fill whatever void we might have been potentially dealing with. Michael, that bottle is done. (laughs) I'm going to grab the
1: red wine. I'm walking
0: away. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. We have a PA here. (laughs) Thank you, Simone. We have a PA. I'm going to keep my ass sat down. (laughs) Is that it right there? Thank you. Um, oh, thank you so much. I would like a six-ounce pour. Thank you, thank you. Wow. Wow. One that of, was crisp. It was very crisp. That was so satisfying. Oh, it was Rice Krispies. One of the privileges of being a bartender is I get to bring home expired wine. Isn't that like unhealthy?
2: Is more expired wine more alcoholic?
1: Right. With hallucinogenic. I'm not doing wine to, you know, center myself and to become healthy. I'm doing it to dehydrate myself at an escalated rate to the point of delusion. Yes. You know, so I don't care if it's expired. I feel like I don't
0: like wine. I feel like it's just too sugary.
1: I agree. it gives you
0: a big hangover.
1: If I ever sat down and had a glass of wine with dinner, that's nice. But when I'm drunk off of wine, I am crying in the shower. Yeah.
0: Red wine is the sad drunk. It's the emotional drunk. It's like, I want to go home and like walk and listen to Lana Del Rey. White wine, I feel more of a lightness to it. I feel... Fuck white wine. I love white wine.
2: It tastes like vomit. Yeah, holly
1: is anti-white wine. That's a fact.
0: Remember that really unhealthy period where like you were in Brooklyn... We're just drinking all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: Sorry. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I was going to like a bottle of wine a day. (laughs) Just to sleep. And now
1: you're in Queens (laughs) drinking all the time.
2: At that time, it was like drinking to sleep. Now it's drinking while I'm like making dinner. Yeah, it's like a healthy thing
1: now, you know? Holly has the healthy drinking habits of like one glass is enough for her for the day.
2: Although, you know what I do sometimes? Sometimes I drink just so that the vape hits better. Does anyone else get that? Yeah.
0: (laughs) There's just this more satisfying rip when you know you're feeling a little buzzed. And then you take that one nick hit and you're just like... (laughs)
2: <laughs> you just like have been hitting the vape all day long. It's just no longer working the same, but you just need to feel something. You're just like empty.
1: You're drinking not to feel the effects of alcohol, but you're drinking to feel the effects of another drug on top of alcohol.
2: Sometimes. You know, yeah. I quit See, nicotine.
1: I, I know I'm like hitting Be Michael's li- okay. and
0: it's I know it's, I'm hitting Michael's and for it's hypocritical.
1: For, <sighs> for those of us who do not have the Patreon exclusive. Whatever. And are keep not going. getting going. Don't talk over me, bitch. Keep going. Keep going. Start my sentence. For those of us who are not getting the Patreon exclusive and are not getting the footage, Hamza is literally ripping my nicotine to the point where I'm going to have to buy a new one tomorrow morning while the words are coming out of his mouth that he quit nicotine.
0: Okay, you know, but I wanted to go down this segment that I feel like almost is invalidated now. Um, But yeah, no, I am on my non-nicotine era. So it's like I have a vape, but it's like a non-nicotine one because I'm trying to transition off of like being addicted oh, to nicotine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But you know, when I see a nick, I'm gonna hit a. I'm There's always a that nick. person
2: too that you hit their vape all the time. In the beginning, they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Slowly, you start to see the resentment in their face every time you ask for a hit of their vape.
1: It's my eye twitching, going, yeah, no, no problem. My eyes
0: twitching. It's you being like, that's gonna be fifteen ninety nine that I have to spend again in like three days. Fifteen ninety nine, mama.
1: Try twenty. Oh, mama. 20? mama. Twenty. Twenty. Because I get the box. Mm. Muchas gracias. Our PA, our very kind PA is pouring a few ice cubes into Holly's apple juice and Bacardi. love that. Love that energy. Are you in the tropics, Holly?
2: No. (laughs) This isn't a good combination. I'm just saying.
1: Um, it's summer now. Yeah. It
2: was beautiful today. It was. I was
1: dripping in sweat. I was complaining the entire time. I loved it. I loved it. You're gay.
0: No, I'm not. Oh, sorry for assuming. Yeah. Sorry. for. No, sorry. Um. Your, oh god! Oh god! What oh god! to me, do? do you think maybe we can Cut edit it. this out? Cut it! No, we can edit this oh, out. Oh, we in can. Post. Edit. I'm sorry for assuming. Uh, no, s- uh, uh, I just, I just by your demeanor, it's fi- I just assumed it's you were fine. a fag. <laughs> do you want to tell the story?
1: So, I work in a place. We had a drag night. Hamza came. Me and him went in drag. Hamza decides to have a dance battle with this cis woman. They mm-hmm. are popping it and locking it, and then Hamza's knee rotates to the back side of his leg. And he's laying on the ground for three hours in a puddle.
2: Should we include pictures? Yeah, you know,
1: the vibe was, here I am thinking we have a gig. We're drinking all night. The drinks
0: are free because technically we're royalty tonight. And I'm having this dance battle with this girl. So I'm dropping it low and I'm getting back up. And I'm dropping it low and I'm getting back up. And then when I tried to get back up, my knee went (laughs) and it fully snapped. I'm lying on the floor and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel a bone. Michael is like, Hamza, get up. What are you doing? Get up. I literally thought you were being dramatic. Yeah, literally. I was just like, no i cannot i literally feel a bone piercing out of my leg all of a sudden the club's lights went on and i'm on that floor for like three hours until the paramedics came. you even said
1: when you were in the puddle shivering you said i know this is gonna be really iconic but right now i just want to (laughs) die no because my biggest fear in life was
0: breaking a bone and it was just happening and i was belligerently drunk it got to the point that I was like, I refuse to die and for my dad to find me in makeup. So the vibe was me laying in a puddle of cold water, ripping off all my wig, ripping off my eyelashes, taking off my makeup, being like, do I look like a guy now? Please, <laughs> do you love me
1: now, Do dad? you love me? <laughs> so we were AI, asked- AI, We were asked- AI. We, <laughs> <laughs> we were asked- We were asked by our PA how we feel about artificial intelligence and its role in art, whether it be script writing, graphic design. I think fuck
0: that. I do think that when it comes to script writing, that's a totally separate category. But as someone who is not good at school, I don't even know if I should say this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't even know if I should say this. When I was in college, girl, and I won't say what college, but I pay bitches to do my assignment. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I won't say what college and I didn't graduate from it. Mm, who knows why? But, I know you why. know, mama, I don't like assignments. I don't like homework. I don't like doing any of it. I would 100% pay or use Uh-oh. a robot to do assignments for me but I do think that when it comes to scripts that's like a creative thing that I feel like should be within one's mind and not be used for that because at that point why are you in the industry?
2: The problem would be not that a scriptwriter is using AI it's that a producer or a director is replacing a human being scriptwriter with AI technology. I feel a
1: lot of things about this topic. First of all in a perfect world it could be used in a nice way to create references blah 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 a schedule I, not schedule. Maybe, but I. well, sometimes you can use
0: AI to like calculate a workout program for No, you, we're talking like, about beneficial.
1: specifically like AI where you type in like Martin Luther King riding a horse and it paints a picture of Martin Luther King riding a horse. You know, like whatever you type in, it'll create. Yes, It's yes. fun. It's fun. I do think it has the potential to be scary in terms of replacing jobs, but I also feel like keep that energy when it comes to your self-checkout. Keep that energy always because I remember as a little cashier boy, as a little cashier boy, when self-checkout became a thing i was offended i was like the fuck do you mean self-checkout the hell still to this day i refuse to go on a self-checkout line because i'm like no i loved working in a supermarket for a period of time and i feel like fuck self-checkout it's a lot like being a bartender like little old ladies at the supermarket just telling me about their grandkids and whatever like it's a huge part of society and i feel like fuck self-checkout you
0: know you know i love self-checkout sorry Uh, I just feel like when I'm when I'm running late, when I just have three items, I'm not going to wait on a line that has 10 people on it. If I see the self-checkout is available, it's about convenience. Well, okay, that's one thing.
1: I've been in grocery stores where it's a majority self-checkout, and there's one worker just fuck self-checkout.
0: No, I get that. It's one thing to have, like, cash registers, like, people, human beings, and then also self-checkout, but it's another thing to only have self-checkout.
1: When you're at self-checkout, do you put a little something in the bag without swiping it? no.
2: No. I can tell you what's good about AI, medical shit. Yes. The iPhone, even the Apple Watch can feel your heart rate. I was reading this article about how they're working on using that stuff to monitor all of your like essential things. And I feel like, um, why am I spending $30 every time I go to the doctor? The watches and the AI will just eliminate that. You can do that shit on your own. I read an article about this. Someone who was previously a doctor in his early days When someone came in with an illness or whatever, they would tell him the symptoms. Then he would go around back and look up the symptoms and what the diagnosis is. Like on Google. He probably had his own book or some shit, but like same shit, you know, I, Like we could do that. We do that anyways.
1: I'm going to say that I am assuming that that's an outlier kind of situation. And no, I, so I also <laughs> you could disagree, but I just feel like maybe we shouldn't trust all doctors or whatever. But I feel like there's certain things where you need a doctor.
2: Here's another thing. My dad's ex-girlfriend's son, he was like a spine, what do you call those doctors? Chiropractor. Yeah. And he did his practice through an app. It checks if you have, what do you call that?
1: Scoliosis. Yeah. Scoliosis. Yep.
2: It's like a $700 app, so nobody does it. But when you look at the numbers of how much you pay in medical bills, you can just get the fucking will, app yourself at that point. I do agree. What I,
1: okay,
0: Google. I do think that there is a danger sometimes with going on Google. Sometimes it's like you'll have a headache and then you'll go on Google and it'll say that you have a
1: brain tumor holly will fully be like i have testicular cancer
0: i get it doctors go through like a lot of years worth of education and they do do things that i feel like realistically we are not qualified to do
2: but ai would replace that and then we could just have ai do it for us
0: ai would replace that and
1: they could just do it for us but i do think that we need doctors yeah tell, say uh, alexa perform open heart surgery on me Sorry, like I feel I like Hold on Let's just shut this bitch <laughs> up I get what you're saying Yeah you could google The symptoms of a cold I do feel like There is a time And a place For a trained professional
0: Like when my knee broke What am I gonna do
1: If my mom didn't Cause my mom Had no symptoms She's not on google If she didn't go To the doctor For a checkup She would've never known She had cancer
2: But she also had to get A second opinion Which makes the thing scary In the sense that like Uh What was I gonna say
1: I don't know But it was probably invalid No No,
2: no it is valid It no, is the valid The thing is that We're all right the fact is, doctors are human beings, and so you don't know who you can trust totally. You don't know who's saying the right thing, and you're expected to trust them. When
1: it comes to the human body, doctors are just a messenger between science and the person. Like, Yes, they are just people at work, but they are just relying a message through their knowledge. Like, You need to know certain things. So I know you're not saying never go to the doctor again, but I do think saying, oh, I'm just going to rely on Google, and my Apple Watch is going to tell me if my heart rate's fine. I do think that that can get a little out of hand i think the pen
2: no i think right now we can't do that we obviously have to go to the doctor right now what i'm saying is there's promise in the future if the earth survives it of ai replacing doctors but like
1: okay in that scenario are you doing like a blood (laughs) test Like are they running tests through AI or is it just these are my symptoms and this is how I feel because you could have symptoms for something, you could not have symptoms for something.
2: AI will have better statistics and numbers for all of that. It will be able to put tiny robots into your, like swallow it through like a pill, Mm. which sounds bad. It sounds bad. I've swallowed worse. But AI is so smart. It will get to the point that statistically it will be able to infer the numbers and the data that it collects from you way better than doctors. The thing is
0: that I do think it's to each their own. Like if you want to go on AI, go ahead. If you want to go to a doctor, go ahead. Are we really trying to help one another? Because back then, people, when they felt sick, they would just pick out berries and like make a herbal concoction in order to benefit each other, which is hot.
2: Here's a sense where we can't be taken advantage of just like how cable took advantage of us. And now we have streaming services that cost much less and we don't have to watch commercials for half the price of cable. You're
1: forgetting how horrible the commercials were on cable.
2: That's what I'm saying. Cable costs more and we had to watch commercials. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying in the sense like if you're feeling some sort of thing, go to a doctor. Don't go on
1: Google if you have fucking symptoms. Don't do it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. If you're paranoid, going to Google and going to the doctor ends up with the same result. You go to Google, you're like, ah! You go to the doctor, they're like, you're fine. You're like, you're lying! But has and it ever you in and your you life? you spend money. Yeah. Has
0: it ever in your life? What? Where you feel like you have a certain symptom that Google could have answered, but then the doctor said the same exact thing. And I'm talking about, like, no, be- beyond they're the They're usually, every, the every time
2: I go to the doctor, they're like, you're fine. I'm like, I'm still not fine and you're lying to me. And let me tell y'all why.
1: Because Holly will fully just sneeze and be like, I have cancer, and go to the doctor and they're like you're fine but then Holly will have her leg in the kitchen and her body in her room and then google why that was the case she (laughs) cherry picks and she picks and she chooses when to google and when not to and that's why
2: (laughs) okay but AI will be able to give me the answers and I'll be like thanks AI and then
1: Can I tell you something disgusting and horrible? So we in Apartment 1R have taken our drain stopper, like our hair stopper, out of our bathroom sink. So you could just, it's a hole down to the floor, down to the pipes, whatever. It works wonderful. But you could look down the hole and what you see is a gelatinous, it's orange, it's gelatinous and it's coating the entirety of the pipe, which is fine. However, I
2: mean, it would still be like that, even if the thing was it would be
1: like that regardless. But what I'm saying is we are also in apartment one are a household where we don't have a water filter for our drinking water. And now when I drink water from our faucet, I'm envisioning a gelatinous one to six centimeter thick layer of Yellow gelatinous crud Not me If it makes (laughs) makes you feel better
0: If it makes you feel better New York City tap water Apparently is the best tap water No
1: I know it is But it's going through crud On the way there But I'm still gonna drink it And Mm. I still You know I stay hydrated You know
2: that crud is probably just phlegm Ew I don't feel like you guys Are doing it But I know I'm like
1: You don't think I'm doing it mama You don't hear me in my room
2: I don't. Do you hear me? No. You don't? I don't hear you. Oh, my God. That's great news. No.
1: Well, why would I hear you?
2: I don't know, because I thought there. that everyone would hear me, like, in the morning. See, I
1: mean, because the only every once in a while I hear music in the shower, that's the only time I ever hear anything from you. Huh? I don't hear... The bathroom is like a bubble.
2: Kitchen. <laughs> that is great, Kitchen dudes. and living
1: room, I hear everything. Bathroom, it's like the door is closed.
2: Yeah, but you have a window into the bathroom. I don't know. There's something about it, I guess. There's some.
1: Like, well,
0: your AC is always on. My AC is always on. But also, you want to make sure that if you do pop a loogie, that you clean that shit after. I don't really love the bitches who visibly
1: see toothpaste in the sink and they're just like, I'm not going to clean that. No, same. Oh, do you want to know a funny fact? Okay, let me give a funny fact to everybody in the room. Simone, our PA, is now holding a <laughs> bottle of wine. In him holding this bottle of wine, what I am realizing is I have been drinking a bottle of wine that was not the original bottle of wine, I thought. Simone is holding the bottle of wine that I took from my job yesterday.
2: What was the other bottle? The bottle
1: of wine that I've been drinking, that I've been keeping to myself the fact tasted like rot, garbage disgust, oh, no has actually been, I'm not exaggerating or joking about... What? How long has it been in the apartment, Holly? <gasps> How long has that red bottle of wine been in the apartment?
2: Oh, wait, no, not that long.
1: It's been like four months, right? Oh, my God. No, I
2: thought we threw that <laughs> one out. So then
1: drink Picardi. Just drink. He's the moldy?
2: About to- was it the moldy one?
1: No, it wasn't the one with the cork. The one with the cork was here for like a year. <laughs> the one with the cork was a problem. This was the twist off. It's been about four months since that bottle has been here. Oh,
2: fuck. It's yeah. okay. No,
1: but it's fine. I'm feeling good. I'm not collapsed.
2: Whatever. Worst case scenario, you have diarrhea or you throw up. Worst
1: case scenario, actually, I collapse over right now with the mic plugged in and our views skyrocket.
2: And it'll make you <laughs> It'll make you
1: skinny. If anything, yeah. Maybe I'll throw up. Well,
0: maybe don't drink that. Maybe Holly offered you Picardi. Drink
1: Picardi. Because this new bottle that Simone is handing me is actually, oh. it has a date on it. Oh. Turn and show the children. Work. It expired on 5-12. 5-2, which is... Which was a month ago. No, it was, like, a week ago. A month ago. 5...
0: Oh, May? No. Today is... January, February, March, and April. May. 5. No, but the thing is that today is May 8th, so if that's five twelve, that's April. <laughs> no, 5-2. Oh, so it hasn't expired yet. It ex- oh, it's expired. It expired, expired like a week ago. Sorry. I just get really nervous. How do you guys feel about your goals and your careers when it comes to backstage, when it comes to your waitering, but yet you want to be a drag queen? Like, where do we feel like... So I'm a waiter. So that's how you see
1: bartenders across America. Everybody. (laughs) So my hopes and aspirations have always been to be happy. And it's never (laughs) quite worked out. However, I feel like it's the best goal to have in the world. Do I go to college? No. Do I have a stable career path ahead of me? No. Do I make enough money to survive in this world now? Do I focus on myself and nothing but myself throughout my life? Yes. So I feel like I gotta be doing something right.
0: Totally valid. Totally valid. I think at the end of the day, being a happy individual is the best thing that we can do in order for us to achieve greatness. Yeah. For me, it's like I have these opportunities to work a practical career just for the <laughs> sake of like making money. But I'm also just like I want to live my dreams of being an actor. But I feel like realistically, I apply to audition after audition. And it's just like you never hear anything back. And it's just like so unmotivating because you're just like, oh, like I want to live my dreams and I want to be an actor. But at the same time, I'm not getting any calls. So am I going to soon settle for a practical career?
2: Um, I want to tell you guys something. I think you guys are rock stars.
1: You're a rock star. You guys
2: are stars and you're brilliant and you're talented. Thank you. If I ever get rich, work, I will buy a mansion and you will both have a room and you will both have a manager.
1: Love. It has been heard here on the
2: podcast. It is in stone. I will take care of you. I will be your sugar mama.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> love, 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 And yeah, love. I'm not
2: you know. saying that I'll get there but I'm trying and I'm taking you with me because I think you guys will make me bigger probably (laughs) 100%
0: 100%. having talent
2: lying around helps
0: you know what it is but that's the thing it's like we try and we try and we try and it's like all we can do is just keep going but it's like when is it going to happen you know we do these little tiny projects and it's okay if I'm not on Brad Pitt level it's okay if I'm not on Angelina Jolie level that's fine as long as I'm working within the industry that's okay
2: I've been reading this book Atomic Habits and he said that people don't get into good habits because they don't see reward immediately and it goes like this there's a plateau and then all of a sudden one extra step brings you up but the thing is that one extra step wouldn't have brought you up if you didn't have all the rewardless steps ahead of it
1: 100 percent.
2: and he said that a lot of people always feel like it's getting them nowhere but eventually it will get you somewhere i'm a lot
1: of people i need immediate satisfaction from everything and that's why i'm you know Rotting. And that's why I, um, I, you know, have friends like Holly Goldsmith who keep me together and who put a microphone in front of my face.
2: It's okay. I'm going to try to get rich and then we can be like the entourage, which is way too straight for you guys to have ever seen.
1: Imagine I got, um, <laughs> imagine I like hit the lottery and I was the rich one. I, I would like, be shocked. That would be so fierce. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Apartment 1R is with us till the ends of time. We are going to fully be taping what goes down in Apartment 1R and Apartment 2B one day and I live. Yes work do you like our content do you love me are you not homophobic you should probably subscribe you should probably like and subscribe also i want everybody to comment because me and holly had a little debate earlier do you think the podcast needs to be called apartment one r spell out the word apartment that way when i'm somewhere and i say hi subscribe to apartment one r they can go home and type it or do you think we should keep it cute keep it simple keep it clean keep it precise should it be a p t one R. Comment down below, whether this be on Instagram, whether this be on YouTube. Hums
2: is already <laughs> here with his comment.
1: APT1R. Do you think so? Because I feel
0: like it's still very much references to apartment and 1R. Like, why do you need it all spelled out?
2: Okay, PA, Simone, what do you think?
0: Don't be biased.
2: He doesn't want to give an answer.
0: No, let him speak.
2: What? <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. We have so, an e- we're have even right now. All right, now. so
1: yeah, we, we, we need a deal breaker. We need a brave deal but breaker. is it even? We need a deal breaker in the comments down below because we have a split down the middle here in Apartment 1R. We need a deal breaker down in the comments below. But I mean, think about it, Holly. Apartment 1R. No, a- no,
2: no, my vote is APT.
0: Oh, so what was your vote? Their my votes, vote is apartment, yeah.
2: Their oh. votes are apartment. Oh. We're APT.
0: I thought that it was like you two on the same side no. and him being on your side. No, I feel like APT, it's it's still very much emphasizes apartment, one R, and it's short, it's concise, and you it'll grab- You can spit
2: it in a circle. It'll grab the people's views. You can it in a circle, views.
0: however,
1: I feel I like- I agree. It, but go, <laughs> when I tell you, go type in a- Because uh, don't be lying to me in the comments. You guys clicked on a link, okay? Kayla, okay, Kayla Lane, I see you. Okay, Chalena Cook, I see you. You guys clicked on a motherfucking link, Gianna Halo. You guys clicked on a link. If I told you, you have to type in, you have to go on Apartment 1R, you would type in Apartment 1R. You wouldn't type in APT. But at the same time, if it's a link, which you keep emphasizing, they're just going to click a button. Because those of us who love us, keep up with us, who keep up on the socials, they get the link. But those of us listening across America, hello, Bethany from Idaho.
2: Subscribe to Apartment 1R. That's APT one R. Exactly.
0: There's a long word for it, but yet still a small abbreviation because realistically... We need a deal breaker. No, realistically, <laughs> nowadays, everything is link oriented. No one ever really types up anything. It's always link oriented. It's always like clicking it from an Instagram. I'm also a 98-year-old
1: so I see you, Carol, from Long Island. You yes.
2: Know? I'm
0: a 98-year-old. We we feel sympathy for Carol, but I do think that <laughs> APT fits in a circle. It's also like one R is so small and little in, of a sentence that I think APT one R just aesthetically looks and views better than a Apartment, which is a long ass word,
1: than one R. I agree. So you know, have a little, have a little debate in the comment section, and we'll see, we'll see what the listeners. So, apt
0: one R or apartment one R?
1: For those of us listening on our commute to work, do me a favor: don't stop at a Starbucks, bitch. You are broke as hell.
2: Why don't you go ahead and invest in a little coffee maker? A Keurig. Make a little
1: Keurig. A Keurig. Or, one of what I want? I want that little sleek motherfucker. I want get some
2: coffee filters and just put it. Over some shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Holly in this apartment, in apartment one R, we do things the old fashioned way. <laughs> we have a cure rig not plugged in with the coffee bean in and we have um not a cure rig, put- but some like you bought it aside. We put
2: boiling water over it. we just
1: pour boiling water over the hoe.
2: I interrupted you though. Why you- well <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, subscribe, thank you so much. We love you, and I hope you guys have an amazing and wonderful, sweet and amazing night.
2: Bye. Bye,
1: Bye. loom
2: This podcast was brought to you by no one.